Hi everyone, this is Nancy with Relationships of the Heart. Um, we have not been on TalkShoe for some time as TalkShoe was going through some changes and additions and upgrades is what I decided to do is wait until they had the majority of them in place. So now they are and I'm learning to use a new platform here. Um, right now we're only on audio, uh, but eventually uh, we'll move us over and we'll also be airing on YouTube. So you'll be able to connect uh, with us there also. Uh, so thank you for joining me this evening. Um, please know that uh, if you're looking for the replay later, excuse me, if you're looking for the replay later um, and you can't find it, that simply means I had some technical problems on this end or with TalkShoe. So thank you for joining us. Um, Lately, the hot topic in the USA is what? The word borders. Or we're constantly hearing the word in the news, build the wall, don't build the wall, do this or don't do that. Um, and if you pay any attention to the news, you've read or watched the news about uh, the caravan from Honduras, uh, the many people that are crossing um, on foot, um, taking rides from other people, um, just their goal as a group of people was to travel to the United States. And man, this is a hot topic. Um, now, as for me, this show is from a Christian perspective, um, but we also welcome people who do not believe in the same way as I may. Um, also, many times as Christians, there may be some views that we don't agree on um, and that we may also uh, get in arguments um, because we have our own opinions. And so um, I was skimming through the social media in the last week, and I call it just listening to that social media, you know, listening to um, whether it is in a video or reading what people are writing, whether it's on Twitter or Facebook or any other platforms out there, or some of my blogs and the news. And, and mainly it's what I did. I focused on uh, what's going on at the border because now some people have arrived to the border, meaning if you're not familiar with it, meaning the Mexican border and the US border where they meet. And, and so many people have different opinions um, in the area of do we let them in? Do we just open the borders now and let them in? Now, before I go any further, I'd, I'd like to say this. I am not coming from a political view as I share where I stand on this or ask a few questions. I am coming from my personal view. I'm not coming from if I'm a Republican or a Democrat or a Libertarian or a Tea Party person, or I agree with the president or I don't agree with the president or I agree with a senator or a congressman. I'm coming from the point of view of where I stand as I examine this. So since this began, this is my first time coming online live to share um, 
where I'm at with this after looking everything over. And if you happen to be listening tonight and you're willing to uh, come online, whether you're on the phone lines and you'd like to share your thoughts or comments on this, maybe you disagree with me, that's okay too. But it's a, what I want to hear is not that you disagree with our president because, or you disagree with so-and-so because, I want to know, what do you think the solution is? And is there solution? This is a really big topic, right? Um, for us in the United States, our country, the USA, is not surrounded on all sides by another country. Um, for instance, you know, when we look outside the USA and in other areas and other countries, a country may be surrounded on all sides by various other countries of countries where people are not a citizen of the country that's in the middle of all of these borders. For instance, Africa is not surrounded by um, other countries totally, but there are sides geographically that there are other countries within it, okay? Africa has other countries. For instance, if we look at Kenya, Next to Kenya is Uganda, but Uganda and Kenya have a different government. We may look at Ethiopia. I'm just using that as an example. So the United States, we don't have that many countries that we have to deal with that surround us. We have our, our southern borders and we have our northern borders. And our, our northern borders are usually, according to the news, right, pretty peacefully. But when this cropped up, this is totally different. And the question is this. Now I'm talking to citizens, okay? My question, just plain old American people out there. My question is this. Do you believe we should open the borders of the USA and just let people in? Now, the only country I'm going to talk about right now is the people that arrived, whether they are people that live in Mexico, um, citizens of Mexico, or they are people from Honduras or any other country coming through Mexico. Should we allow our southern borders to just be open and anyone that wants to walk across can just walk in and live in the United States? My question to you is, should we abolish all laws that exist? Should we get rid of them? We do have laws, correct, in the USA. Should we just get rid of them? And people that approach our border will, will say in, uh, by, by near Tijuana. I was watching uh, some videos today. I tried to find the most recent videos that I could uh, take a look at. And I was also trying to find something that was unbiased, which is very hard. I just wanted to see the facts. I wanted to see where are the people, how many people are at this border. And so as I'm, I'm looking and I'm watching these reports, my thought is, okay, this is a question to myself. Should we just 
open the border, shut down any surveillance, put down the tear gas, open the border, say the ones that lead into the San Diego area, right? And just let people cross. Doesn't matter. Just let them come in. Everyone. That's my thought question to you. And as I wind down tonight, I will let you know where I stand on this because many times people will ask me because I lead what's called uh, relationships of the heart and I lead a conference and, and teach online about relationships and very seldom is it am I online talking about dating relationships. I may help someone behind the scenes in that area of relationships one-on-one -on -one or talking to people or write something um, but that's not the main thrust of my ministry. Uh, the main thrust is on three topics, our relationship with Jesus Christ, our personal relationship. What does my relationship look like with Jesus Christ? Once I receive Jesus Christ, so it's focused on our relationship with Jesus, with God. And the second point is our relationship with one another as a community, not only within the church that I attend, but also with other believers in Jesus Christ, the wider body of Christ that may be in my city or in my neighborhood or in my state. Um, those relationships in my church or my relationships with people in another denomination that are not in my denomination. And thirdly, we focus on the heartbeat of Jesus reaching others, people who have not received Jesus Christ. Okay, those are the three topics. So the question is, when I'm talking about the border issue, how does this fit within those three topics. Well, the border issue can fit within all three. As I read God's word, what does his word show me? As a believer, as an individual, how I should live out my life in the area of people who are approaching the border and who who are coming into our country or desire to come here. What does my relationship with Christ look like in this? Well, first of all is what it should look like. I should desire to be Christ-like. Say if someone comes through, they are given permission to come into our country, the USA, and I happen to meet, say I live in the San Diego area or I live in the um, Arizona area. Um, I, I think there was something that I watched um, that dealt with, I think you pronounce it Uma, Yuma, Y-U-M-A. Um, if I lived in those areas and I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, how should I reach out to these people? Well, if they are given permission, notice I use the word permission. If they are given permission to come into our country, then I should be reaching out to them. God's word tells us to help to clothe the poor, if someone's arriving here with nothing, then we can help them. But 
We can also look at community, the wider community, whether it is a city. There was a video that I was watching today, I won't say which one, but it was one of the, the news stations. And this gentleman was walking around and he is a news reporter and he was walking around the area, I think I'm pretty sure it's set in Tijuana. And it is an area that a camp was set up for um, Mexican, or for the people from Honduras, okay? The, I'll call them the travelers, right? And so Mexico set up this one area because think of this, okay? We many times are just focused on the United States, but it's not just us here. This group of people were allowed to cross the border into Mexico, which is another country. And now they are in Mexico and they are not citizens of Mexico. They were allowed to come through, which is called transit. They were allowed to transit through. For instance, if I'm traveling to another country and my, my plane, uh, I have to get off a plane in one country, and then I need to get on a plane to go to another country. And if my plane uh, to get to my final destination is not available from the next day, I can get what's called a transit, transit via excuse me, a transient, transient, I can't even say this, a transient um, visa. And I can apply for this in the airport and possibly I can be allowed for 24, 48 hours, whatever they give this to me for, um, to come into their country. But then I need to come back in and get on my plane. I cannot stay there. So I don't know how this works in Mexico, but I do know from what I watched today, there is one area where they have sectioned it off and it's not far from the border because the the um, reporter was walking through where the people um, were kind of quarantined really. Um, at night, they cannot come and go as they please. There is a, um, they, I can't remember what time um, it was at, but there is a, a curfew. So during the day they can come and go, but at night there is a curfew and everyone must be inside of this one area. But is what I found interesting is this reporter walked around and I, I'm thinking if I remember correctly, this was about 20 minutes long. And I watched it very um, intensely and focused because of what I'm talking about tonight. And he asked this, question, the same question to many people. And he also spoke Spanish. So he would ask the question in Spanish and then he would speak back to us in, in English or sometime he would tell us first in English what he was going to ask. And then he would ask maybe a group of people or maybe just one. And this was his question and I'm summarizing, okay. Um, what is your plan? Now that you are here, what is your plan? And when the majority of the people answered this way, and they were different ages, I'm waiting. And he'd say, well, what are you waiting for? Do you have a plan? No, we're just waiting. And then he turned around the one time to the camera. Now, this isn't word for word what he said, but he turned around to his camera away from the people. And he said, well, 
they're going to be waiting a long time because we're not going to go over there and get them. So it's what it seemed as he was walking through. And these weren't people that were next to each other. So I'm assuming, you know, it didn't mean that they were related. Um, but he just kind of took a, a wide swath through this group of people asking this question. And then there was one spot he started talking about all the children. And and um, I don't know if he really meant this or he was mocking, um, but he turned around and the camera kind of spanned and he said, for instance, look at all of the children here. They are just everywhere. And I could count them very quickly and there was only 10 children. Or he went into one crowd um, within this quarantined area. And, and he said, and for instance, look over there, look at all those children. And there was maybe two. Now, I'm not saying there's not a lot of children there, but, you know, it depends on a camera can only focus on the area where the person is standing with the camera. And so, in summary, as I watched this news video, and I think this one said it was dated yesterday, is where I came with this after i listened to one young woman and this was two days ago i think she said when she was asked this question she said i don't know i i came to this spot and she was speaking english um and the reporter said so what are you going to do now and she said well i don't think i want to go to america i may stay here or i may be go back home to honduras i don't have anyone here so all people that have made it this far are not fighting to get across the border. Now, my personal opinion, when I was in a conversation with a friend, we were talking about this, that I said, okay, so this is my question. Who, who someone had to organize all these people to come together when they were in Honduras before they left. Someone had to speak up. You know, there's always a leader. If an entire group is going to go somewhere together, there's someone that's got to get them riled up, get them moving, whatever. But I believe from what I'm listening, and that's only a small segment, I'm not listening, can't listen to everyone. But from the reports that I'm listening to, and I'm not listening to uh, political people or even the president, I let me say this, I do listen to them, but I'm not forming my opinion from what they say, just the, the boots on the ground, that it sounds like these people thought it was going to be much easier. That My question was to my friend, did they think they could just get here? Did someone not, did they not know that once they got here, they just couldn't walk across the border? So the majority of what I heard today and what I listened to is for about an hour, I kind of hopped around listening to the news was from the interviews of the people. They're not discouraged. They just don't know what they are going to do. So it sounds like they had no idea. Now, I did see in one report, um, a reporter showed, and this is on the Mexican side, um, asking the people. And once again, this was where all the the people from Honduras were um, in this one corner near Tijuana, that he showed this, this line, and I'm thinking, oh, this line is going to be really long, of people, okay, that are ready to cross, come here and we'll take your name and information. 
and there was hardly no one in the line. So my question is on the other side, what are they waiting for? Our news likes to show all the bad that's going on, but there's a whole lot of people sitting there. They're not pushing, they're not shoving, they're just waiting. And when they're asked, what are you waiting for? They're just waiting. Now, here's what I agree with. And this is where I'm coming to the end. So if you're popping on right now, if you'd like to uh, leave a comment, um, in the chat, uh, feel free to do so. Or when this pops up after it's done, I will be posting it on my social media pages. And after you listen, or when you're listening, if you'd like to make some comments on my social media pages underneath Facebook comments or Twitter or wherever you find this, um, please feel free to do so. I may post it on my blog also. And I'd like to hear your opinion. Now I'm going to share my opinion because this is what people want to know. Okay, I just shared my observation. This was my observation when I began sharing this with you tonight. And I, I usually wait when something big and is in the news and all over the place before I make a a public comment, even in writing. So today, I think it was only the second time that I shared something on my social media of where I stand with this. Um, and now I'm here tonight, so I'm ready to say this because um, I don't say something publicly until I am ready to stand on, this is what I believe and this is how I see it. And if I'm wrong later, then I'm wrong, right? But where I'm at right now with what's going on. One, I believe, whether right or wrong, the laws that are in place to cross the borders into the United States of America must be followed. Whether we agree with them or disagree, they must be followed. Now, I'm not talking about I don't care who our president is, if it's a Democrat or a Republican. Uh, as Christians, and I'm speaking as a Christian, we are to follow the laws. And if we desire the law to change, then there are ways that we can speak up. For instance, I use this as an example. This isn't happening here that I know of. But say if there, there's something with this that I just totally disagree with. Now, the city that I live in, if I go downtown to the local courthouse and I take one a piece of paper, and I, or not paper, a poster, and I decide I'm going to pick it, and I'm going to make a whole lot of noise. Now, I'm not saying this is wrong. This is just me, okay? And I'm going to go there, and I'm going to rile some people up because I have this view, and this is what I believe. Say I believe, just let them cross. Doesn't matter who it is, just let them cross. That is not going to change a law. It's going to make a lot of noise, and maybe, it depends, maybe I might be on some local um, TV stations. And if I do something that's really disruptive, maybe I might be on a, it might hit a larger station or some social media, but it's not going to change the law. And so my encouragement to people who disagree with the law that we have in the area of immigration. There's all different types of immigration and ways to come into our country. Some come in as students, some enter in in different ways. 
But I don't agree with allowing people to scale a wall and storm the gates and just come into our country without any screening. I disagree. I totally disagree. No matter how slow it is, there was something I heard the other day. I wish I could, I should have wrote down my sources, but I didn't. Um, and it was from a, a news station, and I'm sure I could look it up and get the stats to if this is correct. But within a day, they are only processing, they can only, they are, excuse me, they are only able to process 130 people. That's all. 130. That's not, that's not very many, is it? 100. And 30. So they used the top number in the news, I think, when it first started out. They said 8,000 people. And then what I read just before I got online with you today is, and there was this timeline. I don't know who put this together, but um, it was a timeline of different groups were meeting at different times. So this, this group that was walking uh, wasn't a total of, if this was correct, was not a total of 8,000 people left together at Honduras from Honduras to head to the United States from this chart. And I looked, like I said, really quick, it looked like they were leaving at different times. But as where I stand is, I know that sounds slow, but we're all adults here. And for people to come in the United States, whatever the laws are today, they must be followed. And if we agree that they must be followed, and I'm not saying one way is right over the other, then we need to not allow people to cross the border without going through our checkpoints. When I travel to anywhere, and I have a lot of friends who travel to other countries, and they've traveled in the past and they're traveling today, some into some dangerous places, others into it's not that bad. But the majority of the time from the United States to go into another country, we must have a visa. Now, there's a few countries I can go into without a visa. But guess what? I cannot just walk into one country and just cross a border into another one. I've had a country I went to that I did not need a visa. I did not need approval before I arrived. But I had to go through a checkpoint. It was necessary for me to show my passport of where I was from, what country that I was from, because we were allowed to come in without a visa. But they looked over my documentation. I needed to show them that I had a round trip ticket, even if I didn't need a visa, right? And also they took a photo of me and they took my fingerprint. So there was no, when someone says, well, country ABC, I don't need a visa. Well, when you enter country ABC, they are looking at your passport. And a friend um, and I were speaking um, not long ago. And one of the things I mentioned was, you know, when I return to the U.S., even though I am a USA citizen, I still must show my documentation to get back into my own country. I still, when I enter the gate, for instance, if I come in in Chicago or I come through Atlanta, 
or wherever my first stop is in the USA returning from a country outside of mine, and I must go through customs, the USA customs, they look at my passport. And if I look at them and say, I don't have a passport, guess what? I can't even get into my own country. So for as far as me, I know this is a hot topic. I've read some really hateful things out there. Um, I want to remind people who are Christians who say and uh, proclaim, I am a believer in Jesus Christ, and you are online or anywhere else, and you are speaking hateful words. I don't have any hate for these people. I, I can't imagine being a mom and with my kids walking that far. Um, I'm sure there was rides in between, but traveling that far and then getting there and, and sitting in a place and not knowing how I'm going to feed my children or keep a roof over my head and we're outside and I have a little tent over me, but that's it. I don't know what the future holds. I'm not saying that I don't have compassion and I'm not saying that I don't love people. I care about people, but when it comes to laws, yeah, my personal opinion is they need to come through and do it the legal way, not just scale a wall. Is it possible that we need to change some laws as far as the way our immigration laws are set up? I'm sure we do, and the world has changed, but we need to go through a procedure. And then here is my opinion on building a wall. I know that costs a lot of money and I'm going to I'm going to hang it out here and just say this. I have no problem with building a wall and making sure that there's checkpoints for people to come in. I have no problem allowing people to come through and come through legally, but you know, as long as we live on this earth, we are going to have this issue and it's not going to go away. So, guess what? I am all for building the wall. Who's going to pay for it? I don't know. All I know is my personal opinion, and I keep repeating this because people are asking me, yes, I am not against people from other countries, any country coming into our U.S., into the USA, but the world has changed and I believe they need to come in legally and we can't just open the doors and let them in. And I'm going to end with this because people don't like to hear this compared um, to this situation, but I am going to compare it. My grandparents came from Europe and they were immigrants and many are familiar with Ellis Island and we have many people in the USA from the European descent. Now, I'm not speaking about all people, but I'm going to talk about my grandparents. My grandparents came here legally. My grandmother and her mother and her father and her siblings came through Ellis Island and I won't go through the details now, but they had to come through legally. They had to document where they were coming from. They came by boat, not plane, not on foot, but they came by boat into Ellis Island. 
and it needed to be done legally. Now, I don't know all the ins and outs of that, but I do know that it was legal at that time. And I do know my grandparents went through a procedure to become citizens of the USA. Yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, I'm for the wall. Yes, I'm for laws. And as one of my friends said, as we were talking this evening, he said, you know what? Christians can still be involved. If people are stuck on the other side in Mexico, I'm sure there's a way that our churches can find a way and go into Mexico and help the people just like we go to other places. So that's my two cents. So if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can email me at nancy at relationshipswithnancy.com. That's nancy at relationshipswithnancy.com. And share your comments in an email. But I know this is a hot topic, so I'm going to ask you something. If it's hate mail towards me, just hang on to that. You want to dialogue, disagree with me, whatever. There is a way to do it without um, hate hate speech, right? Um, even if you're not a Christian and you hate Christians, I'm still willing to dialogue with you and have a conversation with you. Um, but not hate speech is what I mean, swearing, attacking. Let's just have a conversation. Or if you're listening to this on my social media, whether you listen and I've posted this on Twitter, let me know there. Let me know your thoughts. Maybe you have another link somewhere that can help me understand your viewpoint, or maybe you agree with me. Or my Facebook pages, if you're listened to this on one of my pages, I have three, um, then um, share in the comments. Let me know. What do you think? Think through it. See, because I believe as Christians, from the Christian point of view, I should be involved. Now, am I getting on a plane going into that area? No, I'm not doing that. But it's okay for me to have an opinion. And it's okay for me to speak up publicly to say, this is where I stand. So once again, hey, share with me what you think. I'd love to hear from you and have a great evening.